Welcome back to episode 23 of the Vikes Verified Podcast. What's going on, Vikings Nation? We're pumped up for game week, week yes, one sir. against Cincinnati. It's time to strap them up for real now and see what we can do and really go on a run. So, Nick, how are we feeling coming into the week one? I'm fired up matt you know me we've been waiting for this for nine months now no more preseason football it's time to get over cincinnati and show them what the regular season vikings are about i'm seeing it on a day-to-day basis now all these power rankings coming on the nfl start season 18 19 no respect for the vikings and i'm honestly fine with flying under the radar starting one and all this week in cincinnati can't wait to see his revamped defense in action uh run the football with dalvin cook and take the top off the defense it's time to play some football, baby. Yeah, I think we're primed for a great game. Joe Burrow coming off an ACL should be a little hesitant. Really should see a lot of that new D-line, that revamped D-line for us get after uh, the O-line and that and Joe Burrow. I think it's going to be a successful day on defense. And we're also going up against a couple weak corners and Eli Apple and Awuzie Ozi for uh, the Bengals. So Awuzie, that would be. Really good uh, opportunity for the Vikings wideouts to have a day, too. Yeah, and let's start with that defensive front. Uh, totally revamped. We look at look at Michael Pierce uh, recently switching his number back to fifty eight. Dalvin Tomlinson, Daniel Hunter, of course, and then we're going to get a little bit of DJ Wanham, Stephen Weatherly, Everson Griffin rotation there as well. And I think that is going to be the biggest factor for the Vikings this year. Is last year we were so weak up front, watching these teams run all over us, and to get guys in the building now where we feel confident stopping the run and getting to the quarterback, uh, that's just going to make guys like Kendricks, Anthony Barr, going to make their jobs easier and let them fly around the field and make plays. So uh, it starts with defense, and that's something we lacked last year, uh, hoping to get back in that top 10 category statistically here. I think we got the guys to do it. Um, you look at an offense from Cincinnati, what kind of threats could they pose for us in this game, and where could you see them really getting on track with first downs and moving the ball? Well, the Bengals actually have a good amount of weapons. Uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, first-round pick Jamar Chase, and then Joe Mixon. So they can really spread it around. And it's I think it's just about Joe Burrow getting kind of comfortable and in a rhythm. Like I said, he's coming off an ACL, so he could be a little uh, hesitant, um, a little slow coming out. So we really want to take advantage of that, I think, and get in his head. That way he doesn't get super comfortable at home, kind of gets in a rhythm. That's the last thing we need because they do have a lot of weapons. And I trust our secondary a lot more this year, but uh, they can still toss the ball around. So we're going to have to be sound on defense to stop that. We're definitely going to have to be sound. And you look at a guy like T. Higgins. Uh, you look at Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, there's some question about him in the preseason. Uh, looked a little skittish. Hands look a little bit suspect, but we know how good of, great of an athlete he is. And you look at uh, him and Higgins on the perimeter there, and that's going to be a big test for Patrick Peterson and Bashad Breeland, two veteran guys who are coming in trying to almost revamp their careers in a way, prove that they still got the juice. And for them to go up against some of the best young talent in the league here in week one with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, I think it's going to be a great test for them. And a lot's going to come down to Burrow's confidence. You're right. Uh, tough to trust uh, just uh, nine months after an injury like that. You know, very tr- uh, tough to trust that leg. And we'll see what he can do in the pocket, but I think we're going to be getting after him all day. Yeah, one interesting thing I'll say that uh, I'm really interested to play out is the special teams. With the late addition of Jordan Berry, brand-new punter, Greg Mm -hmm. Joseph, brand-new kicker coming into this season. Um, He has some past experience, but it's still the past uh, couple years at that position has been anything but stable. So. I'm really interested to see if they can create that stability and be effective enough because 
we weren't that good in special teams last year, and it's usually an area that we excel in, and that's something that we're going to need to do this year to be a competitive playoff team. Definitely. Three facets of the game, offense, defense, special teams. Special teams are crucial. Uh, you look at the opposite side of that, our return men this year uh, been announced Amir Smith-Marsek going to be taking back kicks for us, and it looks like we're going to stick with K.J. Osborne at the punt return. So what we saw last year, uh, we weren't big fans of Osborne returning kicks, so it's good to give another guy a shot in that regard. Uh, Smith-Marsek has shown some explosiveness. I think he's got the juice to maybe get some past the 30, past the 40. Uh, would like to see him really be aggressive there. And kind of do the things that KJ didn't last year. And that was really hit a hole with authority. Uh, try to get a step on some guys and get to the sideline. So KJ Osborne, we'll see how he does returning punts. Uh, it was looking like maybe him or BB, but with BB not making the roster and season ending surgery, it looks like Osborne's got the spot. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, I really like it. Uh, Osborne's had a solid camp as wide receiver three. And it's something that we really needed for someone to step up, especially with a couple guys going down with injuries. Uh, I think Osborne's really going to strive in that role. And then we've got some really good depth guys in D.D. Westbrook, who we haven't really been able to see and get a true test. And then uh, Amir Smith-Marset as well, really electric rookie, needs to refine some of the technique, obviously, but he has those tools to uh, still be a playmaker, I think, in some situations, especially when he's schemed. Oh, definitely. And I think he's kind of a he could be a gadget guy for this offense. Uh, you look at a guy that can come get jet sweeps, uh, someone you can put in motion maybe hand the ball off to from time to time on a pitch. Uh, I think he's a good option and hopefully he gains confidence early and finds his way in this offense, him and KJ Osborne. I think it's going to be huge for them to get in a rhythm early. Um, it's only going to be building confidence for them and getting them more touches. So let's look a little bit more at the offense here. We obviously know about Thielen and Jefferson uh, going up against Eli Apple, who Thielen has had tons of success against in the past against New Orleans. So, that's a familiar face there, and that's an, another matchup that we can take advantage of here. I think for me, it's going to come down to the offensive line protecting Kirk. Uh, if we give him an adequate amount of time to throw the ball, I think he's going to have no problem finding targets against his secondary. It's going to come down to a new-look offensive line, and let's talk about it. How are you feeling about this starting five? Rashad Hill at tackle. Uh, Ole Udo stepping in at guard. Some new faces here. How do you yeah. feel about it? Yeah, Rashad's been around the building for a while, so he's someone that you can put a decent amount of trust in. Uh, but it also is good to hear that Christian Darisaw was back in pads today and at practice, so he should be back in the next couple weeks, which provides more depth, and hopefully he can slide into that left tackle position if he's if he's ready to do that. So, But I do still feel a good amount of confidence in Rashad Hill, and also Ole Udo has really shown the coaches that he can – proved to uh, settle down in that spot so he's gonna have to prove it throughout the season because i think why davis will be pushing be pushing him yeah pushing to replace him if he drops which is a good thing for us to have finally some good guard depth for us to really uh, make sure that they're playing well yeah so I, we've talked about this on the side not in the air yet uh this sunday i'm kind of predicting you know everyone wants to see the fireworks early on with the the jefferson play action or the Thielen comeback route i think the Vikings may get off to a slow start in this game. I think the atmosphere in Cincinnati, I don't think it's going to be anything we need to panic about, but I think we could be a little stagnant at first. Uh, we got to get Dalvin his looks, get him his touches, because you never know when he's going to hit a home run. So I think we're going to be running the ball early and uh, pretty conservative, as Clint Kubiak's shown all throughout the preseason. He's been a pretty conservative play caller. Hopefully he's got some tricks up his sleeve here, and we can move the ball early, but I think our defense is going to keep us in this one early. Yeah, I really am confident in the revamped defense that we have brought in, and Zimmer has these a lot of veteran players that should provide a big upgrade compared to last year and the limited depth that we had.
Touching on some other Vikings-related news coming out in the last week or so. Vikings have locked down two of their core players in Harrison Smith and Brian O'Neill. Both have been uh, quoted to say that they want to play their whole careers and be Vikings, which is a great thing to hear. And it's something that you always want to see. I love, like, Trad Greenway, Randy Moss, those guys that are through and through Vikings. And these two seem to fit that bill. So it's a good thing that we locked them down. And they're two core pieces going into the next couple of years. Absolutely. And we, we know we want to see 22 in purple the rest of his career. Uh, should be a Viking. He's just been an anchor in the secondary for us for years. And I would love to see him play the rest of his years out here in Minnesota. Grab, glad that we got him locked up a little bit longer here. Looking at Brian O'Neill. O-linemen are something that is tough to come by in this league, especially tackles that can pass protect. So I look at Brian O'Neill as a great signing. Uh, got him for another five years. Looking like he's going to be the second highest paid tackle in the league, but we know those contracts are going up, and by the start of next season, he probably won't even be top five. So uh, I think it's a good deal, team-friendly deal. And you bring back a guy that's worked his ass off, really, and has shown nothing but effort and grit on tape, and I love that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm very excited to have them both signed for long-term going into the future. But uh, next thing we'll touch on is the injury report as well. Big news, obviously, coming into Cincinnati this weekend. Good to hear that Christian Derrissaw was back on the field. Anthony Barr was back on the field with Alexander Madison as well. So those three guys all seem to be on the up and up, hopefully. And then Tyler Conklin still listed on that injury report as well. Word is is that he's supposed to play, though. So it sounds like Anthony Barr is going to be the one that's up in the air. So that's a that's a big domino to fall. Yeah, and you look at the Conklin thing, it, it looks like a lingering maybe hamstring issue. And we know how uh, stingy those injuries can be. Uh, hopefully he's good to go for week one. We're getting him his rest here. But uh, this is going to be a big opportunity for Chris Herndon to learn the playbook and come in and make plays because I think we're going to need him to really stretch the field for there. us in this offense. So the quicker he can uh, feel comfortable out there and know what he's doing, I think the quicker we got to get him on the field because uh, Conklin may be a little bit less explosive with the injury. Hopefully he proves me wrong. Uh, fingers crossed there. But I think it's going to be a big thing for this offense if Chris Herndon can really get going for us in the receiving game. Football season is back, and that means fantasy football is back. Uh, We know most of the people listening to this pod are definitely in their leagues. Uh, Got your eyes on the Bengals-Vikings game. We're going to talk a little bit about our start versus our sit players this week for both teams. We're going to start with Cincinnati, Matt. My first player for you is T. Higgins. I'm going to start T. Higgins. Uh, He's a second-year wideout, which you know those second-year guys are usually tend to trend on breaking out. I like his position in this offense. He's very established. And should have a heavy role going into the season. So I'm going to give him a start. Okay, we'll look at Jamar Chase next. I'm going to sit Jamar Chase. First game in the NFL has had uh, issues with drops. Just don't know what I'm going to see out of him yet. And I want to see his usage before he starts for me. Okay, and Joe Mixon. This is a, this is a guy that uh, has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in past years in fantasy. But the uh, upside and volume is obvious here. So I'm going to start him. You can't deny his usage, and I think that speaks volumes in fantasy, so he gets a start. And we'll look at another wide receiver, Tyler Boyd. I'm going to give him a sit, and this is a more uh, 50-50 call on if uh, how much depth you have at that position because I think with those other two guys, there's a lot of targets to go around. And against our secondary, he may not have a ton of opportunities, uh, depending on game script. Hopefully he doesn't have a ton of opportunities. Yeah, game script could flip that. But I think uh, just not knowing how his volume share shakes out, I sit him for the first week. I love that. 
So we're going to switch into the Vikings. I'm going to start you off, Nick, with Dalvin Cook. And a pretty obvious one here, yeah, but still Dalvin be Cook, said. top three pick in most leagues. Uh, he's going to be a start every every week that he's slated in the lineup to play. So uh, Dalvin Cook, obvious start. He's going to get his touches. You know how good he is in the screen game. Uh, just an absolute yak monster after the catch in the screen game. Really runs well between the tackles, and he'll get to the edge all day. Start Dalvin Cook. Next up. Justin Jefferson, the gritty master guy on my fantasy team. Are you starting to sit or Justin Jefferson, this is a no-brainer. You look at some of these corners he's going against, Apple and Awujier. I think he has a field day. Look for at least 10 targets from Jefferson, and uh, look for him to get in the end zone as well. Start Jefferson. Good to hear, good to hear. I'll give you a little tougher one here with the guy replacing Irv Smith, and that being Tyler Conklin, conk season. Are you giving him a starter sit? Uh, Tyler Conklin, big fan of Tyler Conklin. Think he's going to be big great fan. this year. He's going to ball. Uh, first week of the season, coming off a lingering hamstring. I'm going to say sit Tyler Conklin this week. Uh, doesn't mean I don't like the guy. He's going to be great this season, and he'll probably be a start for me by week two. Yep. But uh, just letting him ease into that starting role. I think you uh, leave him on the bench this week. Maybe give that start to another guy. And we'll finish off with our guy Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, hometown hero from Minnesota. Uh, a lot of guys picked him. You know when you're from Minnesota, you're reaching the draft a little bit oh, for those yeah, hometown guys. A lot of people probably picked up for Adam Thielen. I uh, can't blame you. He's a red zone machine, and we're going to see him score at least two this Sunday. So start Adam Thielen. Keys to the game and predictions for the upcoming matchup in Cincinnati this Sunday. I'll start off with a couple on each end here. On offense, I think it's getting Kirk Cousins in a rhythm. Uh, really hasn't had much opportunities with the first-team offense, especially in preseason, and we had massive struggles in preseason as well. So really going to be important for him to get out early and get in a rhythm with those guys so that they can get go down and score touchdowns, not field goals, because we're going to need touchdowns to beat the Bengals. And then on the defensive side, I think it's really that continuity showing uh, that experience together that they've praised all training camp. You've heard it from guys like Patrick Peterson, Harrison Smith. They really said that they have a unique uh, chemistry this early for a lot of these new guys coming in. And it's a, and it's a really heralded defense. So they got to come up and live to that bill and show that Mike Zimmer defense that we're really used to. Okay, I love those. I think both those keys are going to be necessary to win. Uh, Kirk getting in a rhythm going to be huge. We know that. We want to see him command this offense early. Maybe call an audible or two. Look comfortable. Uh, my key to the game on offense is going to be pounding the rock with Dalvin Cook. Number 33 needs to get at least 20 touches on the ground. Uh, I'd like to see him get a handful of targets as well. Uh, such a weapon for us. We might as well just let the Ferrari run loose early in the season. Uh, he's my key on offense. On defense, I think it's going to come down to cornerback and secondary play uh like you said unique chemistry in the secondary you know harrison and patrick love working with each other so far it's time for them to go improving now uh, i really think if we keep this passing offense under 250 yards i think this is our game to win coming at you live with our predictions against cincinnati and a must-have game coming out for the season uh, i'm going to start off with 31 17 vikings i think the offense has a solid day defense does more than enough and gets after joe burrow and keeps us and starts us off with a W. I'm going to rock the same way with the purple. You know, I'm going to go 27-17. I think Dalvin Cook scores two of them for us. I think we get one through the air, maybe Jefferson, Thielen. 
Uh, I think this is a game where we really got to get into a rhythm early and set the tone for the season. Uh, can't come off flat. I know everyone's been waiting to play football. This team's got a good chemistry building, and I can't wait to see them prove it on the field. I look at this game as a must win. I think we need to go into Seattle at home 2-0, and also facing the Cardinals week two. So consider this a must win for me, a team that we should and could take advantage of this Sunday. Book it, Vikings 27-17. Let's get the season started, baby. Skull.